Welcome to Ghostwriters Anonymous, an inspirational and interactive podcast where we create worlds through words and writing. I'm Kelsey, and today I'd like to know if you were a flavor, what kind of flavor would you be? I would be briny. This is Chandra, and I think that I would be umami. I am excited for today's episode. It's really exploring something that we don't listen to recreationally. When I think of prose, I think of the poetry reading. So it's kind of interesting to break down the prose of death metal. You're hearing this screaming, growling, this shrieking. What is it they're saying? Do people's ears eventually tune to that sound word for word? I mean, I could make out some words. I struggle with hearing any words in a song. It's just all one conglobulated mess. What I liked about this exploration was I enlisted Cooper because he listens to death metal. I just need a launching off point. He tossed me a few bands. I spent the better part of the afternoon immersing myself in the death metal realm and I liked it because a storm was brewing and it felt so fitting. I really liked Meshuga, the Swedish death metal band. I was gonna do one of their songs until he tossed me this song. I couldn't stop thinking about it and the more I traveled on this death metal journey, the more I kept wanting to go back to this song. It called to me, I'm going to do it. And that's how I do everything I share. If I read a book (laughs) and there's this scene that stands out in my mind, I'm gonna share that scene. This was no different. And I had Chandra listen to the song. What I liked about it immediately was it started out gentle. And I noticed that that was a big theme in all the songs that I either loved or hated. If it initially started out with screaming, ugh, I hated that. I needed to be led into the woods, and then once we're in the woods, I can understand, and then slowly take me out. And that's what this did. It led me into the woods, kept me in the dark, and then let me see the light again. And then it also had this arcade feeling to it. The song is Animal by Brand of Sacrifice. I'll post this on our Facebook page, but the cover art was beautiful. I imagine the screaming and the growling, it's like they're almost taking on the persona of something demonic, or what you would imagine something demonic to sound like. I listened to the whole album, Lifeblood. It was worth a listen. There was a song after this one, the voice that one of the vocalists used, or the vocalist, I don't really know how many they have in the band, but it sounded like the henchman of the crypt keeper at some corner booth of a bar. Yeah, boss, get him. This song seemed a little different than the others. It really separated the boys from the men. And it seemed like a lot of the stuff I was hearing was almost too dark. I really don't allow my mind to go that deep into some of the stuff that they were singing about. I don't even know what they're saying until I'm reading the lyrics. A lot of the lyrics I was looking up, if I let my mind listen to that every day and understand it was listening to that every day, I don't think I would be myself. And I was talking about this with Cooper. I could be somewhere hearing a language spoken and not know what they're saying, but still understand the intent by the tone of their voice. So just because I'm listening to this music and not understanding the lyrics doesn't mean that I'm not comprehending the intent behind the lyrics. And that's why I liked this death metal song that I'm going to read the lyrics for because it didn't let itself stay in that dark place. There was a rebellious, defiant nature of I'm not going to let it get the best of me. Whereas some of them were very suicidal, lack of accountability. And I'm not saying that's all of these songs, but it was pretty common in my very narrow 
our research. I'll read the lyrics for this one, and then maybe we could talk a little bit more about it. Wrath and bloodlust, born from the trauma and experience, an amalgamation of hate and malice. The beast within longs for carnage, to set its teeth in flesh endlessly, an amalgamation of hate and malice. May it run rampant with a hatred and a wild joy. Don't let go of what's left of your humanity. Blood must flow. I will not allow myself to be an animal. All I know is I must subdue the beast. Hatred grows and so does the temptation to release. Why am I subject to torment? Was it not enough for me to bleed? To bleed? I've been branded and been handed a fate that wasn't chosen by me, by me. I will stand and I will not concede. I will not falter and I won't retreat. I will not fall to a world that's up against me. Desperate men do desperate things. Disrupted vision creates a reflection of only darkness. I hear them calling, the ones who long for death. They gave in to desire and now they have nothing left. They have nothing left. Now, is this the fate that has chosen for me? So don't let go of what's left of your humanity. Blood must flow. I will not allow myself to be an animal. All I know is I must subdue the beast. Hatred grows and so does the temptation to release. Why am I subject to torment? Was it not enough for me to bleed? To bleed? I've been branded and been handed a fate that wasn't chosen by me. By me. I will stand and I will not concede. I will not falter and I won't retreat. I will not fall to a world that's up against me. When I'm done, they will fear me forever. This is the cleansing. This is the purge. I will stand. I will not concede. I will not falter and I will not retreat. This is my struggle. This is the fate of the branded one. The branded one. I will stand and I will not concede. I will not falter and I will not retreat. I won't fall to a world that's up against me. This is the fate of the branded one. Those are the lyrics. The branded one. I can only assume the mark of the beast 666. Is this not the outstanding theme of all of our episodes? The beast within us, beauty and the beast. It almost sounds a little wishy-washy at first. I'm going to let this beast get the blood and the flesh that it's hungry for, but I'm not going to let it take over. I feel like that's such the human thing. We are taught to do better and be better. I would even debate that religion is in place for us to aim higher to something that isn't obtainable for a human in this flesh. I think we are born an animal and are an animal that good and evil exists in this world to show you how dark something is and how light something can be. And we just constantly fall in and out of that mindset and experience those things until we die and are reborn or whatever you want to believe. This song kind of touched on that light and darkness. It really came across in their instrumentalism and their use of choral music. Like if I were to walk into a video game arcade and see see their cover art as the backboard thematic for a pinball game, I would sit there and play that. The cover art, I'll explain to you, is this dark 
tar reaching up for an ethereal being. They don't have wings, but they have electricity emanating from them. And they're this blue spiritual color. I perceive them as flying. And this tar with a face is reaching up and grabbing the ankle. But this higher being doesn't seem nervous, doesn't feel like they're going to get pulled or grounded. It just has that rushing adrenaline of, oh shit, are we going to lose this pinball or not? And so I imagine you've lost your pinball one point for hell. <laughs> There's definitely a frantic flipper interlude in there. It'd be perfect. Growling or screaming or raging. I just want to live in that for a moment. I did know somebody a long time ago that was into death metal and it was very much the I hate everyone talks about suicide. That's what I always put death metal as was this really negative experience and I realized that that's not true. It is really interesting to see the take on the intention of it, the lyrics, the emotion that they're conveying through the song, pushing it out. Now we're really getting into something. Sometimes when I'm in a place that I want to scream but can't, I hiss because it's a gentler way of just pushing out a feeling and it really makes me feel better. Some people will just go into a room and scream into a pillow. Mm -hmm. Whatever works for you, when there's a feeling in you, that has to come out in yeah. some way, form, or another. Even if you don't want it to, don't fool yourself. It's coming out one way or another. Yeah. So either you can master it now or you can push it down and it's going to leak out. And what's it going to look like then? So I can understand the appeal of that. And then I started to think these death metal performers, I would be exhausted after a performance. Yeah several hours of just screaming and the toll it takes on their voice and their vocal cords, their throat. How are they not hoarse after one song? Well, I do know that there's a certain way to scream. Therein lies the art and the mastery of it. I didn't have a death metal song, but Breaking Benjamin does have a couple of songs that are kind of intense. And in line with Animal, they have a song called Feed the Wolf. I can feel the animal within. I chain the beast crawling inside myself. I hear the call of violence. I sleep no more and I can't. I've lost it all. Carry me through this world of lies. I feel no more the suffering. Bury me in this cold light. I feed the wolf and shed my skin. I can see the devil closing in. I choke the breath that dies to cry for help. I feel the pull of gravity. I bleed no more and rise again. I've lost it all. Carry me through this world of lies. I feel no more the suffering. Bury me in this cold light. I feed the wolf and shed my skin. It's no longer human. It's a beast. A merciful, ferocious, fearless. You're a madman. Tampering with nature. Every man's vicious and raw. Carry me through this world of lies. I feel no more the suffering. Bury me in this cold light. I feed the wolf and shed my skin. Carry me through this world of lies. Fight the animal. I feel no more the suffering. Fight the animal. Bury me in this cold light. Fight the animal. I feed the wolf and shed my skin. My favorite part about it is it is a very raw emotional song and I'll let you listen to it afterwards but the end specifically when it says fight the animal it's like an echo. He is screaming out for himself fight it don't become it. This whole part of the song is it's building he's feeding this beast inside of him he's shedding his skin he's letting it come out and then he hears an echo in the back that says fight the animal fight the animal fight the animal we're trying to remind him of his humanity. Yeah. 
And both of these songs, I think, are accomplishing that reminder. They're allowing themselves the space to get lost in that animalistic feeling, but then not losing consciousness that they are a human. They can come back from that. You know, I really didn't seem to like the songs that didn't have that reprieve to them. It's just straight instinct. I wanted some sort of hopefulness to come out of it. The original song that I was going to talk about by Beartooth, it is about his depression and about his fight with suicidal ideation, but there is a reprieve. It's called Disease by Beartooth, the disease being depression. I'll read the chorus once, but I won't continue to read it. If I fall again, will it be the end? I know it's wrong. You think I'm strong, but I just pretend. Is it taking over? Will it bury me? Or will clarity become the cure for my disease? Stuck at the surface, not making progress, falling apart while I'm trying my hardest. Looking for answers, finding a rope. Is the noose getting tighter? I'm losing control. Will the end make me whole again? It's like holding on when my grip is lost. I still feed my insecurity when I know the cost. Is it taking over? Will it bury me? Or will clarity become the cure for my disease? I'm getting older, still lost as ever. Faking a smile while I bury the pressure. Why does this happen? I should be fine, but I can't shake the feeling I'm living a lie. Will the end make me whole again? If I fall again, will it be the end? I know it's wrong, you think I'm strong, but I just pretend. Is it taking over, will it bury me, or will clarity become the cure for my disease? What they're talking about are very real things that every single human being has thought, felt, said, or done. Maybe that's why people want to get lost in them. And even listening to the death metal, damn, I kind of want to go pump some iron. Right. You want to exert yourself in some way. They're putting out all this energy and you're taking it in and your body doesn't know what to do with it. That's, I think, why I like ballads so much. Because they're mellow, either happy or sad. They're at a level that I can manage. When I listened to death metal, I actually felt probably one of the most subdued I'd ever been at work in a very long time. And I don't know if that's just because I had lived out all of those identical feelings prior to. And so I started to think about that. Maybe that's the draw is if people are feeling angsty, they want to swim in that feeling. So then they're going to listen to this death metal. They just want to hear it too. And then that emotion is bled out and they can move on. Adolescence. Adolescence. (laughs) Angsty teens, I think is probably one of the biggest population of listeners. Mm -hmm. But I do think there are other people out there who enjoy it for musical style but I do really think that a lot of songs full of anger and hatred and creating imagery of suicide it's romanticizing death killing demons satan darkness negativity one lyric to a song i was listening to i am the chosen one i am the chosen one whether the lyricist actually believes that i mean maybe he just got paid to play this song probably didn't even write it i don't know but if the music is supposed to immerse you in this feeling of mark of the beast hell demonic landscape stuff like that the lyricist is taking on the persona of this dark being so in that regard i do get it you know and i really had to allow myself to just get lost in it i feel like this kind of music because it is so intense you do immerse yourself in it because it's overpowering and i feel like for young angsty teens it's powerful so they also want to be powerful and it's bad and it's cool i think it all comes back to what is it you want to do and what state you're in what people's breaking point is if someone has that seed in them it was already there if 
that seed is there, then what is watering it? Attention, a spotlight, or the time of day gives it that little bit of fuel that it needs to continue further. Or seasons. One of the darkest bands that I listened to in junior high was Edema. I had first ever heard their song Giving In. I loved it. The intro piqued my interest. It was this guitar. These sounds invoked this feeling of I was in an alleyway and it's dark but I can see this lamp post in the distance. It felt like I needed to look over my shoulder and then it goes into the lyrics and it's talking about how I'm giving in and I mean I hadn't even fully lived yet. I was in sixth grade so (laughs) what I was giving in I don't know but I loved the song and it was strictly for the imagery that it was directing me to. I wasn't thinking fuck this fuck that. The instruments involved they were thought provoking. Now that's what I call music their little albums. Mm -hmm. This was a song that had made it on that and that's how I had heard it Mm -hmm. and it was very different and that's what got me into it. Will you walk me to the edge again? Shaking lonely and I am drinking again. Woke up tonight and no one's here with me. I'm giving in to you. Take me under. I'm giving in to you. I'm dying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Watch me crumble. I'm giving in to you. I'm crying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Caught up in life, losing all my friends. Family has tried to heal all my addictions. Tragic it seems to be alone again. I'm giving in to you. Take me under. I'm giving in to you. I'm dying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Watch me crumble. I'm giving in to you. I'm crying tonight. I'm giving in to you. I look forward to dying tonight. Drank till I'm myself. Life's harder every day. The stress has got me. I'm giving in. Giving, giving in now. Take me under. I'm killing all the pain. I'm dying tonight. I'm sick of all that faith. Watch me crumble. I'm killing all the pain. I'm crying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Take me under. I'm giving in to you. I'm dying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Watch me crumble. I'm giving in to you. I'm crying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Take me under. I'm giving in to you. I'm dying tonight. I'm giving in to you. Those lyrics, even though it's not a death metal song, sound far, far darker. Whew! I was almost cracking up at some of them. <laughs> I'm dying tonight. Come on. I listen to that song hard all the time. Loved it. <laughs> My death metal song that I shared was way more light academia than that. It started hopeless. It ended even more hopeless. It never resurrected back to something good. Whew! That was it. I always get really interested in the artist's personal lives. If they wrote the lyrics, what was going on? That whole album in particular that that song was on, there were some songs that made me feel like maybe he was involved in a relationship where they had lost a child, whether it was born or unborn, and that they were both struggling with that. I think I was in maybe fifth or sixth grade. I might have been in middle school. The song that pulled me in was In the End by Linkin Park. Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory is their first album. I have it still. And I bought that CD simply only for In the End. 
is a good song. So I actually stumbled across the song and this is going to sound really <laughs> weird and I haven't ever told anyone this. There was a anime show that would play on Cartoon Network after hours and when YouTube first came out I found a video that was scenes from that anime and I was very secretive about it because everybody knew that anime was weird and people got made fun of for it. Yeah because <laughs> fuck you bullies. <laughs> but I can't do anything that makes me look weird. So I was watching this video and the song on the video was In the End by Linkin Park. So then I was obsessed with the song. We went to Hastings and I looked for it and I found it and I bought it and it was like $9 for the CD. I got this really cool stereo and it changed color. And I listened to that for years, years and years. I could tell you the exact order of that CD and sing every single song except for the musical break. I just always skipped that one. <laughs> so my introduction to the hybrid theory, maybe this is equivalent weird, but it's going to get weird, so hold on. <laughs> I'm always ready for it to get real it's weird. It's going to get weird. I was in junior high. I was very involved in MSN Messenger and chat rooms. I also had ICQ. Uh-oh. I played this RPG game, role-playing game. It's the really only RPG I've ever played in my life. RuneScape? Wasn't that. It oh. was called Tibia. It was a German game, if I remember correctly. And I was online dating before online dating was even a thing. Before we had all these apps and stuff. You're supposed to play the game and build a character and all this shit. And I would just play the game to talk to people. Meet people all over the world. Probably some weird creepy people. I ended up through Tibia meeting a guy who didn't live too far away from me. He was talking to me on MSN Messenger. That he was listening to an album. And he tossed me some of the music. It was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. To this day... Whenever I hear any song on that album, I get these kind of flash images of me sitting on the sun porch with the computer playing tibia with that music playing in the background. Chester, my understanding is he was pretty big mastermind behind all of their songs. Hybrid Theory, if you listen to some of those songs, he feels like he's under someone's thumb and he doesn't measure up. Their first album is so different from Minutes to Midnight. You're a new person now versus five years ago. It's interesting to watch a musician's career or any run, really. Like Elton John. Listen to stuff now versus... Yeah, that's true. Crocodile Rock. <laughs> it was very popular to be goth and to wear dark metal t-shirts. Grunge. There's a Marilyn Manson song, This Is The New Shit, Babble Babble Bitch Bitch, Rebel Rebel Party Party. And I actually had never seen the music video to that until recently. His performance in general reminds me very much of what people were going for when I was a kid. Almost like dressing in drag meets goth. Hmm. That's how I describe Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I don't think he'll come after you about it. As Pat Benatar <laughs> says, hit me with your best shot. Oh, I was going to say love is a battlefield. So. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Pat Benatar is a Stunner. fantastic, yes. Love Pat Benatar. My first exposure to Pat Benatar. Pen, pen, what? <laughs> My... <laughs> Chelsea's hit the bottle a bit too hard. Yeah. Woo, we're at the dregs of a coffee. It was on cassette. From a distance, it looks like a skull, but then when you move in close, you're like, oh, that's a person. I was like, this looks cool, Mom. Let's put on this cassette. She's like, yeah, Pet Benatar. Good choice. Joan Jett. Her voice carries itself like she's strutting into a room, spitting. Unapologetic. This is it. This is what you get. Ch-ch-ch-cherry bomb. 
Disrupted vision creates a reflection of only darkness. I hear them calling. The... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're calling all right. That is them. I hear them calling. <laughs> okay, it's getting a little creepy. <laughs> um, we'll let that pass. That guy's laying on the horn. Like, listen, I hear that shit all day, but he really made it last. Yeah. Maybe there was new. <laughs> or, or, or there was maybe someone on the tracks, truly. Everything's coming alive right now. What's the word when you make something look nice? <sighs> Decorate? No, like when you um, romanticize. That's fine with me. Just fell right there. If there was some death in the family, she always would turn on Eric Clapton to the point. I'm like, no. Why does he have to be like the <laughs> Grim Reaver and everything? He's not here to help the passing. I'm still trying to figure out who I'm thinking of. Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah. Landslide will bring you. Yeah, she was the singer for <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. 